Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. been buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we've been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in, in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. When Jesus died on the cross, he took the punishment we deserved. Today, Pastor Robert talks about the freedom Christians have through Christ. When you believe in Christ, He allows you to live in a new way. Trusting God allows you to see life through His lens. Trust in God and you will see a change in your life. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans, chapter 6, as he continues his message, Under Grace. But see, that hearing and believing the gospel doesn't automatically result in salvation. So it happens all the time that people hear and believe and still reject Jesus. You see, the belief which results in salvation and and spiritual birth, it's, it's not merely an intellectual acceptance of fact. I kind of grew up thinking that way. I believe God exists. I believe that he sent Jesus to die on a cross to pay for my sins. And I prayed this prayer to accept Jesus as my savior, and I got baptized, so I'm good, right? I'm squared away. I'm okay now. Well, not necessarily, because see, unless there's a much deeper embracing of the person, the risen Jesus, then nothing really happened. This brings me, by the way, to the first principle of three that I wanna point out, and, and I'd like for us to consider from our text today as as we go through, we're gonna go through verse 14 before we're done. Principle number one, spiritual birth involves death to sin. Maybe I should word that another way. You can't be spiritually alive unless you're dead to sin. Now, why do I say that? Well, look at this. The scriptures ask us right here, how can we who died to sin still live in it? The clear implication of that question is that if you are in Christ, if you've been saved, well then you died to sin. How can we who died to sin 
still live in it. He's like, Paul says, the apostle Paul says it's impossible. Do you understand? The Bible says it ain't possible. It's not possible. And this is not the only place. This is not, you know, you have to be careful about taking one verse, right, building a whole theology, a whole doctrine around it. But this is not the only place. The Bible confronts, the New Testament confronts this principle over and over and over again. If you're a Christian, the Bible says, you will not continue in sin. It doesn't say you'll never sin again, okay? What it says is your lifestyle, your habits will change. You'll be a new person in Christ. Now, continuing here, verse three, he says, don't you know that all of us who've been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we've been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. I love that statement. See, that's not talking about resurrection later on. That's talking about resurrection right now. That's talking about living a Christ-like life in the here and now. If we've been buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we've been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in, in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. Man, that's a mouthful. For one who has died has been set free from sin. You see, baptism is intended to be a visual metaphor. He, it's not that baptism does anything, but God wants us to show the world this physical illustration of an invisible reality, a spiritual reality, something that's already taken place in our lives that we then, it's like we do this little dramatic illustration, this ridiculous exercise of having another person dunk us under the water and then raise us back out. You realize how, how, how crazy that is? I mean, how, how silly that looks to somebody who doesn't believe any of this stuff? It's like, why would you do that? It's always, to me, I mean, I have to tell you guys, it's always a little bit comical for me as a pastor when I have a big man, you know, I have some guy like, like you know, I have, I have, a, I have a, a close friend. Now, he, he moved out of the neighborhood a while back, so he attends another church, but he's six foot six, 320 pounds, most of his muscle, big man. Do you understand what it's like for me to baptize a guy like that? You with me? I mean, there are people, it's not uncommon for me to say, especially now, I've got some age. You know, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a young buck anymore. I'm healthy, but I'm not young. I got some back problems. If I got a 300 pounder, you can be sure I'm gonna whisper in their ear, you need to stand up. You, you don't be thinking, I'm gonna, one arm, I'm gonna pick you up out of the, no, not gonna happen. You'll drown, bro. You will drown right out here in a baptism. You better stand up. Do you understand? It's, it's a little strange. It's a little weird. And it, 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 must, it must look so silly to people who, who really don't understand 
what's going on? You know, I had a conversation with my, with my son last week. He said, Dad, what do you think? Should, do you think the church should order some new T-shirts, maybe with, a, with like a conversation starter kind of a phrase? And I said, yeah, that's actually a good idea. I had one when he was a baby. Some friends of ours who are it's a Christian band, and back in the day, they, they had this album, Jesus Rescues Me. And it was just an interesting statement. Not Jesus rescued me, Jesus rescues me. And I liked the song, but I loved the t-shirt they did. This is a black t-shirt with just in red on the back, it said, Jesus rescues me. And I had, I, people would stop me in the gym. Does, shouldn't that say he rescued me? No, 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 no. Jesus, trust me, Jesus rescues me right now. He's, today, Jesus rescues me. But it, it was a conversation starter. Do you understand? Listen, baptism, when we go out on the beach and baptize people, it's an attention getter. People, they'll stop, a lot of times they'll stop and watch. Sometimes they laugh. Sometimes they come up and say, hey, could I be baptized? And I, I always say yes, by the way. And I know that's controversial, you know. Some people think, oh, you shouldn't do that. But it gives me an opportunity to have a little conversation with them while they're in the water, you know. Why are you doing this? When did you put your faith in Jesus? And quite often they'll tell me, oh, I always, I always have faith in Jesus. Oh, okay, so you don't have a clue what we're doing right here. But there's a, now, now a conversation can happen. It's, it's intended by God to illustrate something that has already happened in a life. To illustrate it to whom? To people for whom it hasn't happened. A conversation starter. Baptism doesn't save anybody, but it illustrates what has happened to bring about the salvation of the individual who's being baptized. See, the person who was dominated by death, the Bible says, ruled by, enslaved by their human appetites and desires. That person died. you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for how the Bible applies to your everyday life. If you love today's teaching and would like to listen to more like this one from the Book of Romans, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. While you're there, you can also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. Would you be interested in joining us this weekend for worship and Bible study? If so, come visit us at Calvary, Miami Beach. Or you can join us online through our live stream. Find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary, Miami Beach 
under the About tab at MainThingRadio.com. Our time with you today is about up, but we're so grateful that you're part of our listening audience. Please join us again as we take another look at the Book of Romans right here on Main Thing Radio.